Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. I can't. We got to talk about Cozy. I love anything cozy, and specifically I want to talk about Cozy, the North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, high-quality products, super-fast delivery, and easy assembly. Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals, so if you want to get something for your living room but you're not sure if you just want a sofa, a love seat, or if you want a sectional, they have all of it, and they are uh, made to adapt to your space. This means customers can add seats to their sofas over time. So if they get one thing, you can always add to it in the future. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, some wall shelving. I have a credenza from there as well as uh, they have TV stands, accessories. I also have a rug from there that I love because it's washable. I can throw it in. Uh, And everything's designed with purpose. So when designing its furniture, Cozy focuses on the customer experience to make sure it offers a product that's super easy, like I said, elegant and durable, easy to assemble, I should say. And uh, the products will fit the person's needs. You can also get outdoor sofas and coffee tables. And so it's not just indoor. And uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level. So you can check that out. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com to start customizing your furniture. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to be uh, doing our first crossover, uh, Bitch Session, Everything Iconic Crossover. It's an iconic bitch session. Or I was thinking, um, bitchy and iconic. (laughs) A a bitch icon. I don't know. Bitch icon. Or an iconic bitch. Bitch, everything's iconic. Guys. Even though you don't have an S on it. And what a week, too, because there's so much going on in the world of Bravo. This is the perfect week. Yeah, we have four shows to keep us moving, moving. It almost is like we're we're not even seeing the outside world. We're not seeing this terrible pandemic we're living through. We're just living in a Bravo world, and I'm happy for that. Honestly, thank God for Bravo right now. I don't know how I would be doing all of this. How are you guys holding up with all of this craziness? <sighs> you know, first I'll say we're we're healthy, and I think we're that's healthy. Important. We're healthy and we're safe, and so that is uh, the first lucky thing. <laughs> You know, things are happening. Things are falling away. Identities are being stripped. You know, I had to call poison control because I found my son just rooting around in my husband's Pepsid. No. Oh, no. What happened? No, I don't know. It's- no one was watching him. Just the children are running like feral. Um, but, Amok. you know, doing our best over here. How are you I'm, guys? I'm just, um, my anger and frustration and fear are coming out in strange ways. Like, 
I did this amazing, what I thought was an amazing thing was um, I ordered from like this amazing LA restaurant called John and Vinny's where I was like, I'm going to order us not like a meal, but like food to cook. And so they have this like one of my favorite things is their bolognese sauce. It's called like a 15-hour bolognese. Like it's like stewed over by like a like a gra- an Italian grandmother for like 15 hours straight. It's like this amazing. A long bolognese. Yes, a long bolognese. That's how serious it is. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. Like that you're so, calling it a bolognese. What is it called? Bolognese? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't what know. it's called. A bolognese. I don't know what it is, but it's important. And so I serve it to my family. My daughter, my husband, and neither of them enjoyed it. And I have <gasps> never gotten angrier in my life. Oh. I didn't, mind you, I did not cook this. But the fact that they did not like it as much as me came out so sideways for me where I was like, how can you not? I had to leave the table. I could not yeah. sit with them or look at them in their faces. Did you do a Teresa, like a prostitution whore and then throw them? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm picturing in my head. My daughter, my six-year-old, is a prostitution whore by sure. by far. But uh, no, I just had to leave the table, and I was so angry. Yeah. And and I look back at it now, like, why? Who cares if they like the sauce? Like, they don't have to fucking eat it. They can feed themselves. But like, I took it so personally that something else was going on. Well, you can't control the emotions right now, though. I'm feeling the same way. I just started doing, like, those Peloton workouts. Like, mm. I got the app. They're doing a free trial. And I literally, like, cry in the middle of the in the workouts. Like, I don't – it's just, like, I'm ha- happy tears, like, looking at the class on the app. And then I'm, like, <laughs> sad tears thinking about how I'm never going to class and whatever. It's just, like, all coming out at weird times, though. But it's just – I'm noticing I'm, like, looking at my reflection in the Peloton app and being, like, why am I so well done? When did my reflection show who I am inside? I'm obsessed with Co- Cody Rigsby. That's over there. He's a great. Oh my god! I'm obsessed with Cody Rigsby. Obsessed. Wait, him. who? Oh, this is Peloton. I'm like, who is yeah, Cody? Yeah, I'm like, Rigsby? how can I get to Cody? I think it'll happen one day, just organically. Like, I feel that we have a connection at some point. I don't know how to get there, um, but I'm hoping one day we will. Does he know you? Does he, has- he say like, "Hey, Casey, I'm talking to you"? No. no. No, that's not how it works. It's not like a video quite. that you're watching. Yeah, you're I'm not- watching a video, so they can't see me, but. What what they people can see is that if there's like twenty thousand people in the class, I am always ranked like nineteen thousand and four. <laughs> it's really I would never want to see, see my like ranking. People who are in their seventies, just like <laughs> it's. And he'll shout out the people at the top of the list. So if they're at like the top, he'll shout them up. Um, but what I love about him is that like he'll be talking about the workout and he'll be like, okay, raise your resistance to 30 or whatever. And then he'll tell a story about like his life in college or something. He'll be like, yeah, I, I fucked a girl in college. Now get out of your seats. And then he'll, just, like, he'll, he'll be like, get your wigs on. on straight. You're a mess. Pull your life together. <laughs> he's the best ever. And he's just shout slay. I'm, yeah, I'm very attracted to him as well. Um, I'm attracted to one of my yoga guys, a, a man named Melvin who works at Core Power. And it is not live. So he's just not, he, he could have filmed this 15 years ago. He could be dead, not dead, but you know, he could be, have <laughs> yeah. passed could be from no longer with natural him. circumstances, nothing recently. But like, I don't know what's going on with Melvin, but I'm very attracted to his body and spirit. You know, we're all cooped up. We're all horny. Yep. Uh, I also got to say off the top, Casey, thank God for Black Monday because I just finished binging it last night. I'm a little upset because I'm like caught up now. 
Um, but season two was fantastic. Like, I loved it so, so much. The fact that we get you and Regina Hall in 80s clothing, like, just acting the shit out of that show, it's just the best, it's the best TV. You're so nice to say that. And I, you know, I did a plug for it last week, and I hope people don't think I put you up to this, and I appreciate yeah. it so much. No, I demand it. I demand it to talk about <laughs> Black Monday, because I truly, like, my boyfriend and I are both obsessed with it. I honestly think, like, re- you're amazing in it, and Regina Hall is giving, like, an Emmy-worthy performance. Uh, I know. And Don was nominated for an Emmy for it last year. It's just people aren't finding it. There's just so much TV. And I really... But people are starting their articles of, like, the show you're not watching that you should be. So I think we're headed in the <laughs> we're right direction. We're on the way. We're on the way. I think so. Because so it's good. so good. And it's so It's so good. It's so funny. It's just hysterical. And Andrew Rannells, too. Like, just watching all of you guys play off of each other. And I really think season two... I loved season one, but this season just feels like it's like a next level kind of thing. Yeah, I think it like knows what Interesting. it is. Interesting. I yeah. did not write on the second season. Were you, were you writing on <laughs> season one, Danielle? Yeah. Okay, so that's the shift. So that's the shift <laughs> <laughs> I think you're feeling that's that you're enjoying. Shift. I could not write. No, but season one was great too. Yeah, Everyone yeah, should binge yeah, the, whole, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Danny. Thank you for saying that. You're so sweet. And I mean, should we get into what just occurred? Yeah. What just happened yesterday? (sighs) You guys, that Beverly Hills premiere, it was wild. The last couple of minutes, of course, were it was some of the best television I've ever seen on Bravo. The editing of the last, what was it, two minutes? Maybe even less. It might have been 30 seconds. Like, not enough, for (laughs) sure. It was true, but it was powerful. It's like, remember when Judy Dench won an Oscar for, like, an eight-minute performance in Elizabeth, or was it? No, Shakespeare in Love, one of those. Yeah. And they were like, it's the shortest amount of screen time ever. Like, that's what it was. This was a Judy Dench-level of amazing (laughs) for a short period of time. It was, like, thrilling and titillating and scary and... uh, it was all. It was truly all things. I also just have to point out that we're on a Zoom, and Danny's background is one of the sets of a reunion. <laughs> what reunion? It just looks like I, you're you're sitting in the reunion. Is it a Potomac? Like I I, I can't tell unclear, where. Unclear. Unclear. <laughs> you know what? Beverly I just Hills. saw. I saw a file online, and I just hit download. Viruses be damned. I just hit download, <laughs> and it downloaded a bunch of Zoom backgrounds. And so there's I don't know all of these Bravo ones. Although it is like. I think backwards because there's writing on it and it's showing up backwards on my computer. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, well, it looks like one is all sorts. One is not backwards and one is where it says "Real Housewives." That seems to be regular, and then the Bravo sign is backwards. We're all doing our best. I love that someone was like, "Someone's going to want these backgrounds," and the truth is, someone does want them. Yes, you, Danny. They knew. They knew. I love them. Okay, we have so much to talk about, Danny. What are your initial just hits? I mean, we we got Sutton. We got Garcelle. Garcelle. Garcelle is great. I will say, okay, maybe this is a little pessimism right off the bat, but I do think that last season we had a similarly exciting premiere, and then the season was not great. So I'm right off the bat, I just want to say that I'm hopeful and I'm excited about what's to come. I think this was one of the best premieres we've ever had on Beverly Hills. Mm. But at the same time, I want to say like, well, let's see what we got. Because you, you don't want to get hurt again, you know? Right. I, we, I've been hurt too many times. Yeah, I don't want to put your heart say- out there. Last year really suffered from Lucy Goosey, Apple Juicy. It really brought us down to a level because nobody cared. And it flowed through the whole season. It was a poison apple 
That but right off the, the bat, we've bunch. got Kyle and Shahida. We've got Caftans. You know, we've got Dolce & Gabbana. We've got show. Lisa Rinna do, or Lisa Vanderpump in like a ghost voice. Wait, the Hamlet. That was like a scene from Shakespeare. <laughs> that was like, what the fuck shot. was that? I was like, we're hearing a ghost voice of Lisa Vanderpump <laughs> echoing through Dolce & Gabbana's house. <laughs> it was I, heavy as the head. I of- love that the editor like sat down and they manipulated <sighs> that vocal of Lisa Vanderpump's Beautiful. put in that Beautiful. That was art. That was a, that was like you said, That's Hamlet. They ghost. did a similar echo in Atlanta too. I think this is something new they're playing with, which, which is almost like giving the characters like a reference point or like an inner monologue. Yeah, just it's very fun. Subtext. It's subtext. And bringing Lisa in, knowing like she doesn't want to be there, is feels so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely shady. And also just with the visual against Rinna with the crown on. I mean, it was all so insane, but it was wonderful. And what do you make of Garcelle? I love Garcelle. She was doing a lot of vibrator work in the in her first episode. Like she just kept saying, like, she was bringing the vibrator, and then she was talking about the vibrator. But I love her, and I'm very excited about her. She seems like the type of woman that I would like to be friendly with, mm-hmm. whereas Sutton seems like someone Ugh. I like to watch on TV, but not necessarily someone I would want to know. Does that make sense? Yes. Now, Garcelle yeah. gave us fashion, beauty, class, talent. Garcelle also gave us us some lines when she said, I didn't know if I should pack my white vibrator or my black vibrator, but we're going to New York. So I went with the black one because it's more urban. Exactly. She's giving us She also gave us Taz, the assistant. Oh, love Taz. But what Sutton gave us was a frumpy purple outfit with an old Dolce bra underneath it and some bangs that rivaled Kyle as far as a misplacement on the face. It was tough. Sutton was wild, and she reminded me of Dana Pam. Yeah. I'm like, remember Dana Pam? Yes, she course. reminded me of like a richer <laughs> version of her. Like, I don't know. She's giving me that energy, maybe a little bit Southern. That first time she did the confessional where she just shaded everyone in the cast and just made fun of everyone's outfits. I was like, oh, I'm going to. She's like very messy. And I feel like it's going to be fun to watch her be messy. Yeah, because she has not one point, I think, of anything in common with one of them. Like, I don't see no. a, even an inch of crossover anywhere. So it's like bringing an alien and just dropping she her into the need, fire. She felt like she had more in common with a Sonia or a Dorinda, which is like someone who had no yeah. uh, talents of their own, married well, um, is, from you know, from a different time. It felt very New York, yes. new money, as this opposed to Beverly Hills, to me. I kind of, I felt like she was a little Dallas, too. Like, oh, yeah. she reminded me of, uh, what's the um, Cam on <laughs> Cam, Dallas? Yes. Like, yeah, it was very Cam. She also gave me, like, first season Luann vibes, trying yes. to be, like, uh, kind of, like, holier than thou kind of thing, where I think we're going to see her unravel as the mess that she is. Have We're you guys been unravel- watching it? Oh, go on. Have you watched any of the old, uh, Bravo's been doing all like the old reruns and marathons of these shows and it's so fun to go back. I wish I could and I saw the clip that you posted of them running and jumping and screaming and yelling to go to Home Goods. What? The New York pass. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was that was an I edit that was like they were going this. to Scary Island, but I just put in Home Goods. Ah! But, but yeah. <laughs> I love a Home Goods. I worship a Home Goods. I do. But, uh, I, I, please know I was an ambassador to Home Goods and I'm obsessed. It's everything. Oh. Oh, I, I, I miss it. That's what I miss most about this whole thing. That's tell the worst you, part the, of this pandemic aside from the lives lost. Uh, that's right, Danny. Home Goods is closed. It's home the goods. only store that is in walking distance to me, and I would walk my little ass over there any chance I could get. Beautiful. I, nice. Home Goods is the most comforting 
place on earth. You just walk it's the honestly, aisles, you grab a greatest. mug at the end. There's a thousand mugs right when you leave. And then there's like inexplicably Easter candy at the end and pillows and stationery and Christmas ornaments. The <sighs> checkout part is my favorite part of the whole shopping experience because you always find the good. I like the candy orange slices by the mm-hmm. counter. Like I love it all. Love, love them. All. Like those little caramel balls. They just mm-hmm. have it all there. They just have so many pillows with tassels. So many, so much pillows. They also do a lot of like s'more stuff. So like in their food section, there are a lot of creative s'mores. So there'll be like s'mores on a sucker or s'mores in like on a cracker. Like there's all sorts of different kind of versions of s'mores Mm -hmm. that they put by the checkout counter. Mm -hmm. It's very important. If you ever need a gourd at any time of the year, you know where you can get one. (laughs) Always get a gourd or a basket. (laughs) Yeah. It's great. Or you can put a gourd in a basket. Or like a Le Creuseau like pot or... I don't know. I even like to get the olive oils in the pasta. Oh, noodles yes, there. of course. Wow. Wow. If you I ever like need to a... get the undies, I like that you what? can really find like some thongs there wow. lined up like they're each individually on hangers and you can really find some at good at home goods. <laughs> Never seen that. Sure. You're just getting thongs at Guys, home. Guys, I don't I think love. I ever told you the story, Danielle, and I'm sorry, Danny, to share this, but <laughs> I need it. Okay, one time I dated this guy and he's like, I want you to wear some trashy lingerie. Okay. So I marched my ass over because I had, you know, no money. And again, Home Goods has everything. I marched yeah. my ass right over. And I found like the trashiest lingerie I could find, which was hard because Home Goods is amazing. I was going to say, I, like, it's, it feels like a Christian store to me. So it's, it's I know. None of it made sense. I Then I was like, I don't know if this is trashy enough. So I like, tried to like cut out some crotch area. I tried something. Okay. It was horrible. <laughs> like it was just so embarrassing. And then when I wore it, he was like, I meant that like high end store in Beverly Hills called Trashy Lingerie. No. Oh my God. And I had Ugh. like my undies hanging by a thread. <laughs> was the way, I, I'm picturing it had like word art on it or something. Cause everything at home good says like live, laugh, love. On it. <laughs> you pray love, live, laugh, the artist way. Oh, Happiness project. No. I mean, look, I can't stand in judgment. Have I gotten most of my sexy lingerie from the Amazon, uh, you know, shipping department? Sure. Sure. But I do feel like I see this underwear as like, you know how like when you're trying to make snowflakes and you just put paper together and then cut out pieces? Like that's what I feel like you did to your It's 100% what I did. Now, speaking of no snowflake is the same, let's talk about Kyle and Shahida's caftan line. Those fashions. Those? Those fashions, which Kyle was just seeing for the very first time. Okay, Kyle said, and I quote, I mean, I I love animals, I love nature, I love butterflies, and poof, it shows up in my mailbox. (laughs) We've never seen Kyle this stupid. She looked like an idiot. She's like, I I, I didn't know I had to, like, put looks together or do do, do anything with the models, like, while her daughter just, like, rolled her face in the background with, like, an ice roller. As a woman that has failed on a small scale in fashion, namely Kyle Byleen, too, she failed. To go bigger, to go it, national, to go mm. to go to New York Fashion Week and think you're going to now have success. This t- to fall upwards with resort a, wear, <laughs> resort wear, and I felt so bad for Shahida who uh, designed all these clothes, put them on the racks, and was all ready for this whole fashion show. And then Kyle just came in and was like pulling them off the rack, and be like, "What's this? No!" And it's like she worked all, all on this line, and now you're just throwing them in the garbage. And it was now, just everything Kyle took was just a bathrobe. She only yeah. sent bathrobes down that aisle. And then we had Tracy, um, who the was a very hair. sour figure. Yeah. Uh, she was a star. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love Tracy's whole take is like, okay, uh, I've been working since uh, 5 a.m., okay? So I didn't know your daughters were going to walk, but if, if they'd like to, yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to I it. I was like, oh, God damn, Tracy. people that are passive-aggressive like that. It makes my blood boil. Like, she works for Kyle. Whatever you want to say, she does seem to work for Kyle. So either do it or don't do it. Or does do she it. work for Shahida? Oh. Uh, well, probably Shahida's in Working the day-to-day. She, Shahida, Shahida works for Kyle, right? Yeah, because let's, yeah. let's be clear here. Shahida, your fashions aren't great. You know what you I know mean? Like, I they're not Shahir nor Shahir. <laughs> yeah, they're just... They're not, not Shahir. Kyle by Shahida is no better than Kyle by Aileen. <laughs> Kyle by Aileen by Shahida. It is by not. Tracy. By, by Tracy. By you know who I also loved was that messy gay who called Kyle and was like, Tracy's not yes! happy with you. Like, Tracy's always, like, keep Kyle away from me. <laughs> he was such a little messy gay. Oh, yeah. I loved him. <laughs> just want to call you and warn you, Tracy's not happy with you. And it was like, he's just stirring the pot. Like, give him the diamond. He, we need him on the show. We who is he? Him. He was just a voice in the background. Just a, a silent soldier in the background. <laughs> now, Kyle's, Kyle's bangs. Look, uh, you know, they, they are a mistake. Now, as Greg Bennett said to us, um, she did get out in front of them at the beginning of the episode when she said, I did not, this was not what I wanted to do. This was for Halloween. I wanted to look like my character. Um, but I, I still blame her. Because yeah. they're not for her. And and I blame her for adding that bump in the back, that Dusty Springfield-esque uh, kind of Bridget <laughs> Bardot trying to be like this bump it in the and back. We're at a place in technology, as we know, that you can just apply bangs. It is not hard. Or even clip-ons. Yeah, that's what I and mean. And what was the reasoning anyway? It was like, oh, as a child in the first Halloween you had bangs, so like you're having bangs again. It did, I, and I love the Halloween movies, but that didn't make any fucking sense. Like, oh, you, as a seven-year-old in the very first movie you had bangs, so you must as an adult character Yeah, you have also bangs. had braids and pigtails. We're not going to put you in those. It's bizarre. It's so bizarre to see her with those bangs. It actually made me come to her as like, oh, this is a new character. And this character is dumb. Yeah. Because I, I felt like I've never seen Kyle in such a kind of like intellectually inferior moment. You know, say what you will. But Dorit having to like help her. Mm-hmm. Dorit, I, I didn't mind this episode. Me neither. I liked her too. Me neither. I liked her too. I've liked and I her. never liked Dorit. I have. I liked, I came into Dorit last season. She came new, she came afresh to me where she, I, I'm liking her fashion. I'm liking her looks. I'm liking her standing up for herself with Lisa Vanderpump. She really came into her own for me last season when she stand up, stood up to Camille. You know, I was, I'm into Did you her. see how Dorit talked about you guys on Watch What Happens Live last night? No. And I didn't see it. I just heard about it. And I just want to say, you know, Danny, I didn't see it. And I'm upset if she's upset because we, I don't want to throw our dearest Brian Moylan under the bus. But now we we did not come with that information, you know, but do we fact check? Do we care what anyone says? No. 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 We never fact check. And much like Kyle's bangs, like that's on us. Yeah. And much like Kyle's bangs, we can't erase them. We can just grow from them. (laughs) Or add a bump it. (laughs) <laughs> what I found so interesting about Kyle is that her taglines are always like, in Beverly Hills, I'm whatever. And this season, her tagline's not even about her. It's like about everyone else. It's like everyone around me. I don't remember what the wording is. But it's like the first time that her tagline's not about her. And I sort of am feeling like t- Kyle's just going to be 
the one who like is kind of like the anchor of the show in a way now that she's the only OG left. But I feel like she's not really going to get in the mix. But maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. I mean, you know who is in the mix, though? Someone so unexpected, but so ready for her is Denise Richards. (gasps) Yeah. Mm. Now, I think. I think she's never looked better. I think she looks fantastic. Gorgeous. Do we never not see her in a boot-cut jean, no matter how fancy or unfancy the party is? Of course. Never not seen her in that. (laughs) Never not in a boot-cut. Someone did send Danielle and I a kind of a funny... (laughs) Funny (laughs) thing that said... It was a picture of Denise, and then it just said under it, essential worker. (laughs) (laughs) Essential to the series. Essential to the series. Yeah, she is essential right now. She's giving a lot. She's giving a lot, and she's getting the bitch edit, which I'm here for. Me too. I'm excited for it. And we cannot forget, we cannot forget that she was married to Charlie Sheen. You do not get involved with Charlie Sheen in a marriage situation without being a freak yourself. And which Brandy I am- Glanville is the female Charlie Sheen. Yes. Yes. Um, that's so 100% on. And I loved how they were talking about Charlie Sheen, uh, Erica and Teddy, they were like, bring up this lawsuit and Denise was like yeah whatever he's done worse or said worse about me <laughs> like, she didn't even care she and does. then she's like get me my fucking reposado you goddamn bitch <laughs> they kept that, that in purposely kept that in to see her because she seems so down to earth and like I just came from nothing you know what I mean like I can't see her talking to a waiter that way it was a shock again as a former waiter for many years I don't love it but at the same time I loved it well and Brandy has been tweeting like I used to be a waitress and she was a bitch and you, you know, you are how you treat people. It's like, she was acting like she was just like a fan watching the show and just like live tweeting. Brandy like, is never not getting enmeshed in these shows. She's messy. She's, she's so messy. And I'm actually very excited for Brandy to come on the show, but I'm a little worried. Like, I mean, like I said at the top, it's like, I hope we're not going to have to wait until the end of the season for all of that stuff to play out because I kind of feel like we might have to wait. I can't. Hopefully I'm I can't wait. Uh, not no. not now. Not during these times. We need it to happen. We need it to happen soon. Because I can't. Did you notice? Did you notice this episode had like a million scenes? Like it had way more scenes than a, particularly a premiere usually does. I, I actually like thought to myself, I was like, I should go back and watch and like count how many scenes are in this episode. Because it was moving at like a rapid rate. But it felt dense in a nice way that felt like they've got something here. I hope so. I because last year, ears. the minute Vanderpump left, it just like, crashed and burned. And so that's why I think they took great pains in the last two minutes to tell us, like, Denise will speak to this. You will not be watching part two of someone just walking off. Because they were probably so pissed at Vanderpump for that, and I bet they're going to be even more pissed that Denise has something to show and she's not willing to show it. But breaking that fourth wall of, like, we're on camera, don't say a thing. We're on camera, don't say a thing. And then screaming, bravo, bravo, bravo! bravo. (laughs) So good. Goosebumps. I got goosebumps when that happened. Now, another question that I have for Denise, (laughs) not that you guys can answer it, is that, like, who cares? She's fucking Brandy. That's not a problem. Like, yeah, whatever. But is it that Aaron didn't know? Is that the secret? Is that the thing? Hmm. You know, I think it's probably more of like she wanted to control the narrative of how she's like presented on screen. And Mm. so now she's not in control of it. Mm -mm -mm. But to get involved with Brandy and think you're going to be in control of anything is... And think you're going to get out alive. No. You're not going to get out alive. Can we talk about how Teddy's still on the show? Ugh. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. How is this going to keep happening? Even I, her pregnancy reveal was like a snooze. 
She's, she's like, oh, God, I'm not a good public speaker. I'm it's sitting. Like, yeah, we know. Stop speaking in public. It means Please. It's, shocking me. it's shocking to me. And she seems like a nice person, but I just don't understand she how she's on the show. She doesn't even seem like a nice person to me. I don't think she seems that nice. It's just like oh, watching paint dry. And I texted Casey this. and like, yep. I can't believe we're three seasons in with her. And her dad was engaged to queen icon legend Meg Ryan. And we've never even gotten a Meg Ryan appearance on this she's show. She's got it's, the fucking audacity to keep her off the show. The only interesting thing about her. I know. Guys. And usually when these housewives are like related to famous people, we always get at least like one we get a little scene. Glimmer. That's usually the whole reason why they're on the show. I know. And we got nothing. We've gotten Harry Hamlet up the wazoo. Harry's making pies on camera. He's going camping. He's with their rat problem. <laughs> <laughs> he was fixing those rats at one point. Oh, he's been in it. In it to win it. Oh, my God. God and bless him. Speaking of Harry, you know, Lisa just is such a learned housewife. Like, she knows exactly what she's doing. I I really enjoy her. She is so good at, at seeming wonderfully on board and supportive of all the women, but also stirring the shit. Like, she's so good. Yeah. When yeah. she said about Erica Jane, like, when she went, oh, not about Erica, but when they went back to that sort of, like, bathing suit strip club in New Jersey. Shakers. 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 Thank you. Thank you. And when... Sorry. I just had to like that... <laughs> That name had to just wash over me real quick. Mm-hmm. Shakers. Um, when she went to Shakers, when she said, oh, I just can't imagine. What's her daughter's name? Delilah? Delilah? Amelia Gray. Amelia Gray. I just can't imagine. It's like, yeah, look, none of us necessarily want to be shaking our assets in a bathing suit. For at some, Shakers. At Shakers. But it's you're there because you need to make fucking money. Your yeah. daughters are spoiled, not models that are modeling because you're their mother. She also had the realization in like real time that she does it for free on her Instagram. And then they showed the clip. Yeah. She's like, I mean, I guess I do that. And then it was like, you could see in her face, like she malfunctioned for a second. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I am shakers. <laughs> she realized she just should be working there. And it was like, uh, it was like a fembot and Austin Powers malfunctioning. <laughs> I do I, love I her. I did think she came love. off. I think she came off very rude, actually, in that scene and kind of just showed the little, like, bit of just entitlement that I think... I I did appreciate Erica taking us back because Erica really let me down last season. I was just like, what are you doing? Where are you? But this year, I feel like we're getting, you know, Tom as a possible, like, (gasps) sub-in lawyer for Denise. We're getting Chicago. When Tom was like... I'll go with her to that. Like, mm, I, was I fell so in love with him. him all over again. Like, I was like my hero, my lawyer. Like, anyone that is like, I'm I'm going to stand by your side and help you, to me, is I'm automatically now, attracted to. A little birdie told me that Queen Erica is quarantining with, you Mikey? know who? Mikey. Of course. And like a full glam team. Sure. And a publicist. As I have said, that glam team lives in her closet. They just sit there until she enters and then they all like spring to life. But they literally live in that house. Like puppets. Like they come to life when the lights come on. I believe. And I feel like they're sketching her quarantine looks for her, yes. like which when she's going to be appearing. <laughs> Did you guys see uh, Nene Leaks was doing like an Instagram yes. live? And I love Nene, but she was like in full hair and makeup. And I was like, how did you like get this full hair and makeup? For the for the court, maybe she did it herself, but I feel like a lot of these people probably ha- are like begging their hair and makeup people I'll to come over. I'll tell you who's not is Portia. Portia was taking to the streets, like she was like, "How do I get 
hair done, makeup done. Like Portia is is lost. And she's like, I don't know. She was like going to go on and watch Robin's Live or do some sort of Instagram Live and was literally like, how do I do this? Like, and she, Sonia Morgan, when we did Watch What Happens, wasn't wearing a stitch no. of no, makeup. No, she said and she had on like so much younger than us. Yeah, she did say she had on like a pancake. That's all she brought with her too. She looked amazing. She gorgeous, gorgeous, flawless. Uh, is there anything else from Beverly Hills? I think, did you guys notice the agency hat? I'm tired of looking Ugh. at that agency that hat. That agency Ugh. party scared me. Like, to be at a place where, like, just, like, frat boys turn into realtors, no. No, no, no. It just It was looked... weird, like, when they showed Mauricio and some woman off camera was like, you ready for a shot? And he's like, let's do it. <laughs> they really <laughs> fucked Kyle with that little <laughs> moment. Yeah, that's going to come into play later. I feel like if anything were to, not saying that it's going to, but if anything were to ever happen between Mauricio and Kyle, they'd play that clip in a flashback. No. no. <laughs> uh, my last thought, honestly, is just that the New York Palace is where my father and stepmom got married. So, um, and I didn't know you could do a drive-by, uh, a drive-up and a drive-through for a pretzel yeah, in New York. Yeah, that's... They were so proud about getting those regular Cokes. Yeah. Kyle even tweeted about it. Really? Uh, the, and eating carbs. They didn't like they've take a ever sip. eaten a pretzel. Like they took three bites of that pretzel between the two of them. That was I not. did love that Garcelle was like totally fine to shade Kyle on the on the looks. She was just like, they weren't good, basically. Like they weren't not good. They weren't. I mean, we, yeah. Oh, well, I was just going to say, Kyle, did you see Kyle was like tweeting at Dorit? Because I feel like the Housewives medium is Twitter. They're just like, I, yeah. that's where we Dorit live. And Ky- Dorit and Kyle are going to have some a little bit of a feud, I think. Big time. Because Dorit tried yeah, to excited. tweet after it. She was like, Kyle, all the looks were amazing. And Kyle wrote back like, thank you, Dorit. But just so you know, you did not save my show. I had a production team that I paid for. Yeah, that, like, that, right. that pink-haired woman that was very angry with you. Tracy. Tracy. <laughs> Tracy. Our star. The star of the star, episode. Star Tracy. <sighs> Danny, anything else? No, you know, I'm very excited. I, I think we've had, like, an amazing week or two of introductions on these shows. I think between New York with Leah and then on Beverly Hills with Garcelle and even Sutton, I think, like— people aren't always so wonderfully introduced on these no, shows. Le- and I think that's, mm-hmm. we got a good thing going. We sure do. To live in this world where New York and Beverly Hills are on at the same time. It's almost, it's an embarrassment yeah. of riches that I'm a little worried for like the rest of my year. And Potomac's coming. <gasps> exactly. So it's like, gorgeous. wow. But, but at the same time, we've never needed it more. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if Andy and Bravo were ready. As opposed to our country. They've always been a step not. ahead. Bravo yeah, they're always a step ahead and they ready. give us what we need yeah. when we need it. Did they cause us to give us these shows? I'm worried about where we're going with the shows. Like, I think, like, <laughs> six months down the line, like, what's going to happen to us when we don't have show- new shows? That's like, what I was saying, scary. Danny. I'm, I'm hoping like, scared Salt about Lake. the rest of the year. Like, where Salt, am I then? Salt and Lake. I'm not kidding you. Like, I really do. This sounds dramatic, but I do rely on these shows for my mental health. Like, I need these shows. Danny, it doesn't sound dramatic. Danielle no, and I, as have you, have devoted the last three years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I will <laughs> say, when I have gone through selves behind them, when I have gone through a truly emotional, terrible time in my life, as has happened to all of us at some point, like beyond our control, beyond any, beyond the pale of what we could expect from life, and I can't even watch TV or read a book, like where I'm just so. The only thing I can stomach are these shows. Like literally, yeah. like the only thing that like relaxes me, like uh, like it's like a warm bath. Are these fucking shows? And I don't I know love why. that we all call it relaxing when it is literally <laughs> monsters screaming at each other. But it is like the sounds of the ocean. It's like it, it just washes over me. 
I'm never more at peace than when I hear women yelling at each other. I even love The View and I watch The View and The Housewives at night. Like, that's my wind down time. And it's like, that's all I need. I need like women with like aggressive opinions yelling at me. And then I'm like able to sleep at night. It's a it's a Xanax for, <laughs> Feels for real the good. senses. <laughs> they also all give us something different. Like Beverly mm. Hills is a totally different flavor than New York. Which New York this week? Or should we talk about New York? Yeah, please. Uh, I mean, New York this week was so fun. So, good. which do you, you prefer? Oh, I love New York's my number one of anything of all time. Me too. New York is so good. They're so funny and bananas and full of themselves. Like I just and they're so unlikable and yet like Sonia actually is likable but there's not another likable one in the bunch and it is a shock but I not one in the bunch but I love them all so dearly and fucking nuts like they are nuts nuts like this was one of the funniest episodes I've ever seen for Ramona to invite everyone to her house to give Luann the basement and then to invite Luann as their big trip to a Winery. <laughs> I love it. You know, the whole Luann in the basement thing, like that's that's like a trope of Housewives that I love the most. Like I don't I don't necessarily always need like the big crazy drama of like you know, some of these shows give us some seasons like uh, Bethany and Carol or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm happy if it's just Luann sleeping in the basement and she's pissed about it. Like, that's <laughs> enough to sustain me. And those moments are what I feel Beverly Hills is missing. The women are almost too smart I, I put in quotes like they're ahead of it where they're either like very very friendly or they're like at a 10 in the other direction like I feel like New York lives in the middle ground a lot where they'll just be like fucking messes well and also when when Beverly Hills is having their fun like when they're drunk and they're silly I'm not laughing I'm sort of like ugh, so annoying but when the yeah. New York ladies or the Atlanta ladies are having fun literal fun, I am right there with them laughing as if I'm there. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. The New York women also don't seem to care as much like how they come across on camera. Yeah. Like for the most part, I don't think Ramona even thinks twice about like how the audience is viewing her or or Dorinda or Sonia does not care if she's getting too drunk. Like Luann used to much more than she does now, but um, t- and Tinsley does, I guess, a little bit. But for the most part, I think the New York women, like, they don't care if they come across as unlikable or crazy or drunks or anything. Because they have no self-reflection of their own. So the camera to them is like, yeah, this is who I am. Dorinda's been a drunk monster for like three seasons. Mm-hmm. And we love her for it, though. Yes. And we love her for it. Now, I, yeah. one of my favorite parts was um, <laughs> them all going around the table to get close to each other at the vineyard, like, to, like, show their insecurities or whatever. And what was that game? That was yeah, Ramona's like, we need to be close. Tell us something horrible that happened to you. <laughs> like, in the middle of the day, in the middle of, like, a lunch hour. So, yes, when they were playing that game of just... Tell what? me your tragedy. Yeah, tell me, get, be vulnerable and tell me what's going on with you. And Dorinda, right off the bat, said something like, I cry every day of the month or something. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, noon, and night. And then Leah was like, my parents sent me to a nunnery. And then... Oh, wait, so I wrote down what Dorinda said. She said, I'm scared every day. Everyone wants me to be the anchor of the boat, but I want to be the boat. I mean, I've honestly boat. felt that, but I... it. It's weird to see her so vulnerable, but she's she's got such an edge. Even when she's, like, having lighter moments, she's still got an edge. It's a little scary. Like, this is 
I love Dorinda, but it's not the way I like to see Dorinda. She's also always got like a catchphrase or like a metaphor or something going on. Like she was talking about the icebergs. Yeah. Like I think when Tinsley was saying like she wants kids, Dorinda's like, you're an iceberg. And at the tip of that iceberg, you're blah, blah, blah. And so she's like always metaphoring um, at all times. I feel like that iceberg, she didn't come up with that metaphor. It didn't feel natural. No. Now, we had a couple lines that I think were powerful this week. Um, You know, this is before we even get to the party, okay? (laughs) When Sonia says, when Sonia says, I think this was during this lunch, she said, um, you know, and then you die and I hope, and what is it, Danielle? You catch some good dick on the way. I mean, the dick's good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then you die and hope to catch some good dick on the way. And that's honestly true. I've never felt anything more in my soul. She also said something about uh, uh, wearing a onesie and we'll all be babies. It was like just thrown <laughs> in like, like her her rambling. It was like, <laughs> what did she just say? Rewound it. It was wild. And then we t- day turns into night and we get to this creepy, the creepiest party we've ever had in the history of Okay, the but before we get to the party, Ramona points out while they're driving there, this made me scream with laughter. She points out another big house and she goes, you know who lives there? He's the guy who invented the lights on kids' sneakers. <laughs> and Dorinda was like, wow. Yeah, he's like, wow. wow. I was dying. Oh, wait, and let's not forget that between day and night, Ramona snuck in a date. She sneaks uh, in. She's always sneaking in a date. She's really in catching a way, the deck. Like for me, a date is the whole day. Like that is your day. Like for her, it's like in the she can fit two or three in. I mean, the woman has energy that is incomparable. So much I energy. Her. I also like what she said about Leah. She said, "Look, different outfits belong in different people, and that floral dress does not belong in the Hamptons. It belongs in Nantucket or Atlanta, Georgia." I will say that. that <laughs> Luann is never not in one of those, like, Laura Ashley floral dresses. And even when she got arrested, remember? She was in that blue one. She was in the courthouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'll I I'll never forget they... that dress. It's up there with <laughs> Monica Lewinsky's outfit. Like, yeah, it is it's, iconic. It's infamous. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and speaking of the courthouse, I love when that other car was in uh, on their way to the house. And they were like, oh, we've all been arrested. And then the editors showed the mugshots. It was, <laughs> it was like amazing. A... <laughs> they all looked so good in their mugshots. Yeah. They all looked Well, maybe gorgeous. not Leah. I mean, Leah's mugshot is a little rough, I thought. Leah, did, so why did Sonia get arrested again? Unclear. Oh, wait. <laughs> it was just like we... Yeah, I don't know what happened with Sonia. Hi, Sydney. You can just say hi real quick. Hi. Hi, how are hi. you? What are you guys doing? We're, We're doing, doing our podcast, podcast Wait, about am the I on it? Yes, you're on it. Yay! Hi, everyone. My name's Cindy Besser. Check out Story Pirates. Okay. No uh, episodes. <laughs> well, not from, but for me, too. <laughs> She's plugging. Love your fans. She's a pro. She's a pro and a star. Oh, my God. She's a pro and a star. Immediately came in. Told us her name and plugged. <laughs> and then, like, left. She loves Story what? Pirates so much. What is Story Pirates? I mean, how do we? How do I get involved in this? <laughs> so she she sold me. What do I? Yeah, do is she to get getting story something out of this? No, she gets nothing. She just really likes it and she tries to plug it all the time. <laughs> she's like she's hashtag passionate. not an ad. Just like us, start talking about housewives. Yeah. She's passionate about something, so she's <laughs> you're right, the good Danny. Word. She should have a podcast about Story Pirates. Yeah. She should. She was, and then was like, love. What'd she say? Love to all the fans. <laughs> love to all the <laughs> to fans. To all my fans. 
Oh my God. The heaven. Shock, she sorry. will be a housewife one day. Oh, God willing. God willing. Or I could be Ramona and she could be my Avery. However, it turns out that's fine. Now, can we talk about the terrifying party? It was, it was like I saw somebody online tweeted that it felt like a tornado went through that house when all those women <laughs> left and got through it. Yes. <laughs> I did like when Leah said it was like an eyes wide shut for old white people. It was. I mean, it truly was. That guy was so gross. I hated that skateboard basement park and the DJ booth that went. Like, I hated his house so much. He was just clearly trying to sell it, right? Like, yeah, that's Maybe. why he was taking them around to every room. It was. Yeah, did they? I think they said it was on the market, yeah. did they? Yeah. Uh, poor Dorinda. I did feel bad for her when she tried to, like, enter into that and he just wasn't having it. And she was like, oh, I have an old Stanford White House, so I appreciate woodwork. Like, oh, like, Dorinda. Dorinda also kept saying, like, they don't do this in London. Like, she was just a yeah. like, native Londoner. She just kept well, talking Well, that's about it. why she was mad, though, I think, because, like, he didn't totally, like, try to bring her in or something. Although it did make me laugh when Ramona was like, you're going to keep me captive in here. He looked so shocked. He goes, I, do, do what? Do I want to keep you captive? He was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> watching Ramona flirt is like watching an animal wear clothes. It's so, so uncomfortable. It so doesn't feel right. It's so just like, oh, this is a wrong feeling. Like, she, And she does it with such ease to herself, but it looks and feels wrong. Oh. And no shame in front of, like, whoever's around her. Like, she could be surrounded by other people and just fully 100% committing to the flirt. Also, when she said about Sonia, this made me mad when she was like, I have to bring myself down for Sonia. I was like, how dare you? How dare you? Sonia's on such a higher, like, emotional, spiritual, like, kind of zest for life plane than Ramona is. That it's made me angry. I, Shocking. You guys, I, I, this might be controversial. Uh-oh. But I did sort of understand how Ramona was, like, a little bit embarrassed by everyone else. Because they were, <laughs> like, nuts. Like, Sonia was drunk. So drunk. And so, like, I understood why Ramona but, was, like, a little bit but, ashamed of these people because they're all fucking messes. But at the same time, Ramona is such a goddamn mess. Don't forget that she went to someone's party last year and took whole lobsters home with her in a bag. Like, we're not, <laughs> like we can't Speaking pretend. of, I totally forgot Barb wasn't with us until, like, two minutes ago. Oh, yeah. we Barb yeah. is... R.I.P., but, like, nobody cares. Like, Bar- no- she's staying... I never want to think of her She's staining a couch somewhere with her uh, <laughs> self-tanner. <laughs> or she's staining a piece of wood somewhere, building, or whatever. That's you true. know, she's always... She's active. She's a barb of many trades. She is a barb of many trades. I totally hear what you're saying about Ramona. I guess it's just that, like, I have such a love for Sonia that I don't see it clearly. Because, if, of course, if I just was tuning into this, I'd be like, who the fuck is this drunk woman screaming at the top of her lungs? The I party's she was not shouting. over. You're over. She said two mean things, though. She goes, Sonia goes, <laughs> about Leah, she goes, she's a beauty, but she looks rough on the edges. <laughs> That's a tough she thing. goes, she's she, classy, I mean, but she doesn't look classy. <laughs> And then- Sonia was being mean and crazy, but we love her because she's just so lovable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she was not, she was shouting, and I quote, I don't shave my pussy. I'm not arm candy. I don't shave my pussy. She was shouting yeah. at this party. It was a tough quote. Well, oh, she was shouting craziest things. She was like, sit with your rich friend with the diamond bracelet. Like <laughs> it was just like <laughs> with the diamond bracelet. <laughs> I will say she said, and- I have more money in the bank than anyone. <sighs> hmm. 
But also, she's here's the thing. I think Sonia is so triggered. I felt bad for her, and if I may, I I think she just feels so much anger when she bumps up against like rich people or people who haven't, you know, have kind of kept their fortune over the years. Mm -hmm. And she's made Mm -hmm. so much of her life. And like when she was like, I live in an 1100 square foot place. And I just think there's a, she's had to do such a big adjustment for her life. And obviously she still has a lot, but, but I do feel there's like such a sadness there. And so she has to cover with this kind of disdain for fancy people. And it makes me a bit sad. Yeah. I think we can also see Sonia's got a good heart too. So I think yeah. that's why we always want, no matter what she does or says, it's like she, it's usually because she's drunk or been drinking too much. But deep down, I truly believe, and I feel that way about Dorinda too, by the way. I think Dorinda's going to have a really rough season and yeah. she's clearly the villain and she's very aggressive with people and all of that. But I do think those two at least like have a good heart. Like I'm not, I'm not sold on like Ramona's core, you know, but I love watching her. You no, know, I'm not sold either. Ramona? doesn't have a core. She is liquid in the center. Like Shannon on uh, Orange County House. I don't have a core! (laughs) (laughs) Guys, let's take a quick break and come back with the New York. Please. Icons, when picking a commerce platform for your business, you have two choices. Frustration? Ah! Or sales. I prefer don't you? That's the sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Now, Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity. No matter how big you grow, step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands like here at Everything Iconic. We use this as well, but also Ruggable, Allbirds. I love my Allbirds. I love my Ruggable. Brooklyn and so many others. I can say from experience, it's really easy to use. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. But Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate everything over super easy and conveniently. And I feel like after months of hard work creating the look and feel of your brand, it can be soul crushing when your commerce platform makes it blend in with the rest. But when you switch to Shopify, you'll regain control of your brand's look and store functionality. Thanks to stylish, no code themes truly could not be easy your customizations, and advanced shopping features that keep your customers coming back. So stop leaving sales on the table. Switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic, shopify.com slash everything iconic. We're back. Uh, I just love New York. Wasn't it just like a boost of serotonin, though, watching this episode? It was just so much fun. And even the end, like when it was just showing us scenes from next time and they just someone shot like what they do to Ramona's house. And then all we do is a parting shot where someone says there's a vibrator in the chicken. I mean, that preview for next week, Emmy worthy, like that preview just looks phenomenal. It's my house. It's my house. There were just tiki torches just like strewn about. Leah nude with those tiki torches, like an episode of fucking Survivor. I mean, it was crazy. I can't Leah, wait. Leah, I, it does really make me laugh that she was like, I won't be drinking at and all. And then immediately, and next thing we know, the naked second tiki episode torches. in, she's, wait, like, where are, yeah. <laughs> what do these women do to people? 
I'm feeling thrilled about Leah. Like, I Me think too. she's an exciting addition. Thrilled. Agree. And I don't think any of us expected it, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, obviously, we can't replace Bethany, but it was just, I, I don't know. I didn't anticipate, like, this woman, Leah, coming in and being such a weird, good fit for these women. And I didn't hear anything sort of about her beforehand. I feel like a lot of times we'll be we'll be sort of hearing about a housewife beforehand, like, ooh, we got a firecracker, or we got this person, or... And Leah came in sort of quietly. Like, I hadn't heard any, you know, hubbub about her. Yeah, Leah's a sleeper hit. And I will say, watching her bucket hat, her net net bucket hat in flashback, I warmed up to it a little bit. Really? You know, I had a week to sit with it. And then seeing it again, it was like, oh, right, there's Leah in that bucket hat. I felt this week when I got it. (laughs) This week, I felt when we got closer, it felt too small. Mm. Felt it should have been larger. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, real quickly, before we move on, I was shocked that Sonia just woke up the next day and seemed fine. Because she is built like a Mack truck. Like, she can take the hits and keep coming. Like, shocking. Shocking. And then the best was when Dorinda woke up Ramona and was like, there's a very bad text you need to read. <laughs> this will upset you terribly. Such a loose I couldn't head. believe that Ramona just nicely texted back Luann. Like, that was that shocking. That was a shocking text back. Her. That was so on Ramona. That will so not So on Ramona. I, it was like I was watching a different show or human. I was like, who is this person? So is I she being Luke side coached to, like, to just act friendly no matter what happens? But also, it seems as if they're still at Ramona's house next week. We have been at Ramona's house for three weeks now. <laughs> I I, I'm liking the Hamptons, guys. The Berkshires, for me, me always too. feels very sad claustrophobic mm. and we're always there in the winter but we have the summertime here and that yeah nice. it feels nice yeah i like when they switch our seasons on us because it's like mm-hmm. we'll spend a few seasons where it's christmas and I, I i'm happy that we're in the summertime i like when we see the tennis a little bit i'm also like glad we're not at tennis. bethany's hampton's house i never liked her hampton's house with that whole like bar in the back i'm glad we're at a different hampton's house um, also, uh, Luann's text at the end of it, it just said, good night from the lower level. Ah, <laughs> good night from the lower level. <laughs> the end of the text. Level. Good night, good night from, from the, the lower, lower level. level. I love Put that, that on a tea towel and sell it at Home Goods. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be calling, Danny. They'll be calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've got a great season. Very I'm so exciting. excited for more. Should we move on to Atlanta? Yes. Yeah. What, what, no, what are uh, you making I of actually, Atlanta, Danny? You know, I kind of—I was really racking my brain. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I always love Atlanta, and I think the season's been good. But the past few weeks, I've been feeling like it's a lot of filler. And what I came to um, was that I think that Atlanta has been taking a lot of weeks off. So we've been getting like a kind of blah episode, and then they take a week off, and then another blah episode. And that makes it feel like the whole season's been shitty. And so I'm not sure, but I I didn't like this week's episode. I thought it was kind of eh. Why are they taking so many weeks off? You mean like for holidays or whatnot? Like- well, I think it's holidays. And then I also think, and I could be wrong, maybe someone from Bravo knows, but I feel like they did also try to uh, try to stretch it because they were hopeful that they could do the reunion. Um, and they didn't know exactly like when all this coronavirus, you know, what would be happening with it. So I, I could be wrong, but I think they m- might have tried to stretch the weeks a little bit. Wow. Tried to stretch the weeks, huh? I have to say, yeah. I mean, I I get sad in Atlanta recently with the Candy and Todd stuff. I don't like that sort of mother guilt gives me anxiety just because I feel it and I don't like how Todd's sort of like, you got to choose your family and stuff. And it's like she – and she said it like through tears. Like I am taking care of so many people right now. Like that's not an option for me. And I felt her – 
pain with that. And then and Todd should know that. That's who Candy is. Yeah. Todd should be aware of this person. So the fact that he's doing this mom guilt is just really disgusting to me. I, I agree. Enough. Agree. And it's also like, you want to throw a baby shower with a red carpet and, me- and the media here. And then he's like, you know why I'm cheap. It's like, Todd, you have all these big ideas. Many of them have not worked out. Let's just remember that. They cost a lot. And then you make Candy feel bad when she works a lot to like pay for these ideas. Exactly. And I feel like Todd does a lot of these things that he needs candy for or or candy's family like the olg or or whatever and then candy's trying to do a business on her own like candy doesn't need todd for her role on the chai Mm-mm. and todd needs candy for the trucking company or whatever he needs the, her for those every things single are. business and guess what you don't need a fucking trucking company run your restaurants right do the restaurants and so, like, Candy's trying to do one side project on her own, and then Todd is, like, giving her a hard time, but then he's starting all these other projects where he can't do them without Candy. No. 100%. And I think also when he was setting all that up and then Candy and her testimony was like, well, I was worried about it, but I realized Don Juan was there. He'll take care of any mistakes. <laughs> I was like, Don Juan is the fucking backbone of all oh. of these businesses. It's not Todd. No, it is Don Juan. I love Don Juan. Oh, me too. Because I I like him because he's a good businessman. He is so tried and true to Candy. Like he is. They're partners in every single sense. I trust him with her life, and he also gives great shade. He is hilarious. So love him. Now the the stuff with Kenya made me very sad. Kenya and Mark. A lot of the stuff with Kenya is. It's all. It's very sad. Kenya's stuff is sad. And then when she was going through the closet, it it felt like weirdly set up to me because there were so many tags on those clothes. And I thought, like, did she ship in these clothes to, like, do this scene? I don't know. It was like she I ran was home overthinking. Good. I think she bought him a lot of clothes for him mm. to come home to. You know what right. I mean? Like, I thought she was like, we're going to make home here. I don't know how much he moved in there. But I think she was like, I'm going to buy him these clothes. Like, I think she had a dream. And she was what? shopping for her dream. What was his excuse for not letting her interact with his family? I don't know. He's just an asshole. He's like a controlling asshole. And I think he wants to control Kenya's relation. He wants to just control Kenya, I think, in general, but particularly her relationships with other people. And I think that's why possibly last season he didn't want her to film or, or there's been, like, talk in the past about how he didn't want Kenya on the show and stuff like that. And I think he just wants to control her. Mm-hmm. Well, he, just an asshole. He was the just word asshole. I like this Wait. Candy Kenya friendship. I, I, I'm like, did I miss the thread? When did they become this close? But I like it. And when they're like crying together, and Kenya has her hand on Candy's shoe and helping her, I thought this is a nice. Yeah. I, they did not used to feel this way about each other. No. It's what happens on these housewife shows, right? After so long, where they're just like, okay, we should just be like friends now Fuck because it. we haven't tried that yet. <laughs> Yeah, let's try this combination. Like, you know what? I'm going to try it. We haven't done that I haven't yet. had the duck yet. I'm going to try it, you know? Uh, I have to mention something very important that I'm not sure everyone caught, but try have me. you guys noticed on Atlanta, they've been doing a lot of uh, interesting transitional music. Oh, my God. They- I wrote it down. I wrote uh, it down. I said the music. They are really <laughs> taking it up a notch just for Atlanta. Wait, do you know how much of a notch they kicked it up? How much? Uh oh. There was the song, one of the transitional songs was Nini's song. <gasps> Her new song? She's got a new song, oh, which yeah. I meant to like look up and listen to before we started doing this. But there's a I've Nini came. Yeah, it's, so it's wait, called so, Honey. Is it like a I think rap it's song? called Honey, H U N N I. 
but I don't know. I know it's hard to categorize it, Danny. So how is this working now? Are they paying Nini for that song? Like what's or is it like we will structure? play your song? Yeah, like I, we, I scratch your back, you scratch mine type of deal. Wow, that is it. huge. I did not notice that. I rewound it a few times because I was like, this sounds familiar. You know, when you do that. <laughs> There's been times on these shows where I've rewound it like 10 fucking times to like catch something. Oh, and it's oh, like, yeah. what are we doing here? <laughs> these shows are so stupid. I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> imagine like, don't we all, we all have this in common. Like you're watching something that is so dumb and then you're like frantically taking notes. <laughs> I'm in school. I'm like, I didn't catch that. <laughs> and then rewinding it like five times just to watch it over and over so again. So weird. What and we're my doing. boyfriend comes in the room and he's like, what's going on? And I have to explain like Sonia yelling, like, I don't shave my pussy. Or like my husband will <laughs> come like, in and I'm like, shush, shush. Quiet. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Get out. Shut your goddamn mouth. And it's like, like I've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these. But if I miss two seconds, it's like, are you serious right now? Please. <laughs> Because everything happens so fast on these shows. You miss two seconds. You miss Nini's first performance of her song as a transition. <laughs> yeah. You miss Turn her, her as a musician. Second. You know, speak of Nini, the scariest moment of the entire show was watching Greg Leakes walk up those stairs. I was Danielle, so how dare you? nervous. Greg Leakes is giving me a lot of Todd, Ken Todd vibes this season. Yes. <laughs> a lot of lurking. A lot of silk pajamas. Said, but like... He is not well. I mean, he's on the men, but still, to walk up those those huge, dense stairs. Like I was like, this is not okay. And then he that house up. looks like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Like it's so oversized. I feel like everything is like a huge chair that's like twenty feet tall. Like all the furniture. Like it's just a Mick mansion. Yeah. And uh, Greg doesn't know how a lot of it works. There was one scene earlier this season where the doorbell rang and he's like, what's that? And it was like, the doorbell, Greg. It's <laughs> your house. Shouldn't you know that? Greg he's like, well, we just showed up this morning for filming. So no, no I, I don't like know it. She has kept him in like a guest bungalow in the back <laughs> to like recover. And he Somebody never- posted online. There was like one of those Instagram lives that Nini did where Greg is like behind her and like Nini's moving, but Greg's just like so- sitting still. So he literally <laughs> looks like um he looks like he's not a, a with us <laughs> his eyes are open but it's like the scariest thing because nini's moving and greg's just like i don't know not looks like fucking weekend at bernie's behind us <laughs> uh i found another scary moment with nini was when she, we were at swag and she breezed in and saw in a young employee wearing some just apparel from the shop and she's like did you pay for that she's like i'm just making sure yeah uh, that was Gotta tough check on the customers that was tough um, we also had, uh, Portia and Dennis and their wedding talk, mm. which I thought, I was like, you give this woman anything she wants at this point. How dare you not, like, move in with her? Like, if you wanted her back, you have to come back. Like, it made me so angry. I love Portia so much, and I just don't like anyone. I don't like the way Dennis is. Tra- I want her to move on and just find, like, a guy that treats her well, like the queen that she is. And I just hate even seeing Dennis on screen next to her. He's such a little nothing, and she's such a queen. It did yeah. make me laugh when she was just taking all those cookies as quick as she could and, like, putting the <laughs> cookies so- in the bag. And then she yelled, no cookies for you, you hot dog man. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so I do, too. Um, Can we talk about two things regarding Cynthia? Number one, Mm. uh, she's choosing to stay in Atlanta uh, to be on the show instead of, like, being with her family. Mm -hmm. Like, her family, she even admitted, like, Noelle's in L.A. with 
uh, with Mike. But it seems like she uh, can't come out and just admit that. She's like, I need to be here. It's like so bizarre. Yeah, we're we're watching the reason why you can. But say she it. just reopened. She just opened the Whaley, uh, the Bailey Wine Cellar there, which Mel is running, which is a mistake. Okay, but the Bailey Wine Center. You know when you go to like um, an outdoor concert or mm-hmm. like a or a concert, you know, and they do those installations where it's like an Instagram installation or like something with a photo booth. That's what the Bailey Wine Center feels like to me. It feels like a concert installation. It doesn't feel like a real. It feels like somebody like just it's a it pop was a up. pop up. Yeah, like just a panel they put up with like wood and just one. Step and that in one headshot of Cynthia in a in a frame, and then that's it. I mean, I love how Cynthia sat down with Mel and was like, "What's how? What's new in your life? Like, how's how's work going?" And then we come to find out Mel is running her business. <laughs> now, Mel's do you think the it's Lord's the same space? That the Bailey Agency used to be in? Oh, is the Bailey Agency still around? I can't imagine that it is, but do you think it's the same location? Like, is she just <laughs> probably. renting the same... Probably. And what happened to Bar 1 or whatever that was? Bar 11? What I number it, was it? I think it one. sunk, it sunk okay. her and Peter, I believe it. it... Yeah, it went under. went under. Um, Bar no, Cynthia also said Noelle is not going to school. She's living with Mike, and she's uh, Cynthia said, and I quote, she's going to be an actor in the Salt and Pepper documentary. And I thought, well, if it's documentary, I'm confused. Like, what's Mock- Noelle's role? Mockumentary? Or uh, like uh, that sort of like, um, like when they sort of do it, like it's their life story or whatever, but it's not played by them. It's like They flash back. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I need to see this. (laughs) We need to watch that. I would watch that. Guess what? I would watch that in a second. Yeah. Um, I mean, Eva is my Teddy. Um, Yeah, I don't She's not as bad, but she gives me absolutely nothing. The only time she's fun is when her and Marlo are fighting and Eva gets angry and comes out with some great one-liners, but otherwise... Unless when she and when was the last time that happened? It that only happened like one or two times. So I I feel feel like it happened in Japan, and that was it. The idea that Eva has a peach and Marlo doesn't is just insane to me. Like Marlo's been giving us everything, and Marlo's finally giving us layers too. We're seeing like that softer side of Marlo, and she was getting emotional. I think last week or two weeks ago. So yeah, I I feel like Marlo was just like fuck it, I'll cry. What can I do here? Even though no, it was very genuine. She deserves a peach. She does. I don't get I don't get Eva. I want to like her too. It's just I don't know. Even Cynthia, when she showed up at her house, she's like, uh, "You need to not be pregnant anymore." And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Basically, she was saying you need to get in the mix with us. Yeah. I mean, agree. I hope everyone knows I would never shame a woman for being pregnant. But I don't. I've said it before. I think I don't love my housewives pregnant. <laughs> and if they are, if they've just given birth, like you know, I think the ones that are handling it best are like Kenya and Portia. It's like yeah. I don't need to hear too too much about it. But I feel no. like Eva yeah. is so always ensconced in this like world at home, and I'm like, please, I want to see my housewives out and about. I yeah, have Eva's kids. always I like live sitting. that life. I want yeah. wish fulfillment. Eva's always sitting. I can't have my housewife sitting. Right. Yeah. Right. She's. Like, I don't know if she'll be back. Do you think she'll be back next season? I, I don't can't think imagine. So. No. I don't think so either. No, we're done. With her. She's like Rob, was Robin from Potomac, just very tired, <laughs> very low low vibrations. I do really love, though, on Potomac when she's always sleepy. Like, I don't know. Oh, I <laughs> like, love it. Like, the only time that, that works is, like, how she's just always, like, taking a nap. <laughs> like, oh wake my up. God. Look alive. <laughs> I was on a Zoom today, and I know crazier things have happened on a Zoom, but it was, like, with my son's school and parents. And one of the dads, there was only, like, seven of us who was just sleeping. <laughs> I was like, wow. Huh. 
We did just a Zoom asleep. birthday party for one of my daughter's friends today, and it was we were on for two minutes, and it's just six year olds staring at each other. I was like, "This is <laughs> so, so creepy." <laughs> None of them. The knew zooms what to are say. weird. The zooms are weird. I did a bachelorette party. Like my best friend, we we like threw her a Zoom bachelorette party, but there was like way too many people. It was just very sad. Yeah, you need <laughs> to do like breakout rooms almost for that. Uh, and then trying like one of the girls was like, "Let's play a game," and it was like trying to play a, like a bachelorette party game on Zoom. It's just it's not happening. No. It's oh, just not happening. Your poor friend. It was a real rough moment in all of our lives. <laughs> Guys, should we take another break? And, yes. And unless anyone has anything else. I'm ready no. to move on to Vanderpump. And I don't mean to lead us here. I mean, Danny, you you. No, I'm you ready to lead just us. unload on. I'm ready to unload on Vanderpump. So let's take a break and then we'll we'll come back and do that. Okay, Vanderpump time. Yay! Uh, I this was a real low point. And I said a couple weeks ago that I thought that funeral for the lizard was a real low point. But to me, this was truly 100%. And I've thought about it a lot over the past few days. The worst episode they've ever produced on this show. Agree. 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 To see this terrible wedding, second wedding for these two people that should not be married. I don't give a fuck about their wedding for these two hateful people. And all these old men and women who think they're 20 years old still. Like, I just can't with these people anymore. Every single moment of this felt overproduced. Even from the people they invited to this wedding, I was thinking, I don't feel as a viewer, I've been led to believe that Max is good friends with these people. I kept writing, why is Max there and not Kristen? At least bring Kristen so I can have some fucking drama. Right. Uh, the fact that they didn't bring Kristen on a cast trip to Vegas is like insanity to me. Insane. Like producers should have stepped in and said, "Hey, w- what the fuck are you doing here? Like, we need Kristen. I don't care if you guys aren't getting along. Like, it she's the matter. one that stirs the pot." Again, that's the like first rule of housewives. I don't care if you're not getting along. You'll be there. And I feel like <sighs> Vanderpump feels like they're too good for that. Like, they and don't also guess what? To that. You know who else needs to be there? Sheena Shea. Sheena Shea. You guys, I've been yelling justice for Sheena this whole season because she. Is it's truly embarrassing how they treat her on that show, like how they edit her and everything. And then this was a week where she's doing this major egg retrieval surgery. And they literally like did not show us any of it. Instead, we got that whole fucking bra subplot. Oh, so stupid. It made me so that fucking produced. Oh, I hate it. Also, I you know, it. it. You know what's produced? This Bo and Stasi engagement bullshit we're gonna have to sit through. Uh, oh my god. We're I also don't care. fucking sick of the weddings. I'm sick Done. of I, I, all the weddings on the show. Uh, and the bra thing really, like, made me livid. Me because, too. first of all, the fact that Caesar's Palace would mix up Lisa Vanderpump's luggage. I'm sure she has beautiful Chanel luggage or, whatever, you know, some designer luggage. And I'm sure Schwartz does not. I'm so sure I don't Schwartz even is, have... like, held together with duct tape like mine. <laughs> Do you remember on the original Jersey Shore when Angelina didn't have a suitcase? She just had a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. It was a great moment in time. Uh, and Lisa but, uh, so, is, is yes, you're, continue, Danny. Yep. Just, yeah, you're right. Lisa is crazy. Like, I, I like say, Lisa and I want to love Lisa, but when she does stunts like this that are so overly produced, it's like, come on. Also She's another, in it too much. And also, watching Ken having to use a chair to prop him up was another sad moment. He literally had to lean on a chair and it propped him up. Well, he's yeah. an older man, Danielle. <laughs> he's an no. old man. But I feel then like you're let really him knocking. Rest. You're like Greg I'm trying to get up those let stairs. Let them rest. Let I tr- them I rest. 
<laughs> let him go to sleep. Let him not be on camera. But I also sort of feel bad that like every season Ken has to sit around while Lisa makes all of these young men flirt with her. And 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 like that's weird that she's designing this plot where she's leaving the bra in her coworker or her employee. I don't know like what exactly you can classify the relationship, but he's a straight man. You're both married, and it's like you're thinking it's cute to like leave your bra. And then also I was like kind of thinking when he was opening the suitcase and saw the bra, I was thinking like, what if he did actually cheat? Because he did cheat in the past. Yep, me too. And then like, what if what if he did cheat and then he admitted and then it like ruined their marriage because Lisa was doing this like funny bit on the show. And then he was like pretending to be into the bra. And then the worst part was when Max was FaceTiming to just ugh, so we ugh, could see the bra. Ugh. I'm like, this is terrible. Lisa's too involved. You said it last week, Danielle, but... She does. She has time on her hands. She's not in Beverly mm-hmm. Hills. And so they're using her too much. When they were like, come zip line, Lisa. I was like, guys, Lisa's not going zip lining. And there too. she was. There zip-lining. she was. Right on that zip line. And then with that phone call and the FaceTime, it just felt so weird. Like she's like, oh, I got to call him for uh, to see if he bought the liquor for the thing. And then they do it. And she's like, who's in your yeah, bed? That and girl it was like that. so. Th- none of them are good enough actors no. to make me believe it. Max any of is stuff. a piece of wood. And I don't care about any of the new people. Danica, even no. though she does have a few restraining orders, like, let's hear more about that. But let's at the same time, like, all, uh, D- what's Dana and the other girl? With Dana's the- distasteful when she was, was like, yeah. she's got a fat pussy, P-H-A-T. It's a fat pussy. And like, I say that in a nice way, like, she's got a fat pussy. I was like, you're disgusting. That was cringy. Like, cringy. I felt like that was just a... A bit that just did not work at all. It, it She's was one of those so girls that's like, yeah, I'm fucking dirty. Like, yeah, I'm gross. Like, I say it. I go there. It's like, you're disgusting. No. I sort of think, like, some of the new people would have worked if we were on two separate shows. But it's like, the way that this is produ- or edited or produced or something, and I worship the editors and the producers. Like, they do such a great job. But this season, I don't understand this, like, mix of these new people with the uh, old people and someone like Charlie, who sometimes gives us like an interesting, funny soundbite and seems like she could be good. Or Danica, like you said, uh, you know, there's fun things, but it just isn't working. Like it's not cohesive. Mm-hmm. It feels weird that they're even around these other people. No, yeah, I'm it's not... like you guys are not friends. It's so boring. Yeah, this is Lala's really not even br- like no one's bringing me anything. Lala Randall, just boring. Brittany said though when they got to Vegas. Oh. Uh, they were like, oh, Max, you're part of the crew now. And Brittany's like, we got to get him fucked up. And they're <laughs> shouting. <sighs> I Can was hopeful you feel, that we... guys, is it just me? I feel like the way Jax was looking at Brittany when they were in their hotel room was like, oh, he's turned. Wait, like, he's turning on her. I think Jax oh. is starting to turn on Brittany just this a little is bit. Not it's a... like all the fun's over. Jax isn't in the spotlight anymore. And now he's like, wait a minute. When this baby comes. Are they pregnant? No, but oh. they will be. They will be. Don't you guys feel like Jax feel Jax is playing the role of like 1999 sitcom dad or husband? Like I said this on my show last week. I feel like he watched a lot of episodes of According to Jim and is like, I'm going to be that guy because <laughs> he's always talking about like mowing the lawn and like barbecuing and like filling that role. But it just feels like he's trying to do it. Yeah, and she's spending happen? so much money. You guys, what is going to happen when they are off this show? I don't know what how is, this show's going to keep going on. It can't. And so let's give this show... At Does least it have a lot time. of viewers? Yeah, the ratings are good. They're, 
you know, going down, I think. But, but the ratings are still pretty good. So we're still going to get, I think, like a few more seasons just because the ratings. Yeah, we'll probably you know, get like nine watching. more. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like nine oh, or so more. It's like nine or no so. Way. I actually, I think that I would find it comforting to go back. I've been trying to go back through the seasons because I didn't really, Danielle and I watched it on like a dare as quick as we could over like a five-day frenzy that was like a hallucination. Yeah. I think I would like to go back and really spend some time with the earlier work of art. The earlier seasons are Shakespearean. Like season two, season three, like there's no better reality TV. It's crazy. There's like, so it feels like real drama. And especially if you go back and you see how good it was, it just feels so sad to know where we're at now because now it feels very overproduced. And to and- feel like Stasi's in just like a nice normal relationship. Like that's not what I want to watch. No, no, I don't no, need thank healthy. you. I don't need healthy people doing healthy things. That's not for me. Yeah, I don't know where they go from here. I it just feels like I I can't imagine what they do next season to fix it because it just feels so off the rail. And one of the problems, which I think at an earlier time was a benefit, is that all these people are really the OGs or the people who've been on from the beginning. They're all really friends, and I don't know how you just get rid of like two of them or three mm-hmm. of them because they've all sort of bandied together. And I think that is bad for the show now because I think we do need to get a fresher show, but it's like almost well, like they're afraid to get in. rid of people. Lala, mm-hmm. came, Lala and James came in organically. But how do they get rid of, how do they get rid of people? We have 19 people. So like, how do we get rid of like, we have Jackson, 19 Brittany? white people. Yes. Right. Where are the, where are the gay people? Where are the people of color? It's like, it's, I feel crazy. like they're in this weird world where they're just like, these are the only people that exist and they all live in the same house in the Valley. They sort of do. It's but it's a large odd. cast. Like no TV show should be eighteen cast members. How or much 19. do you I think, think they they're 19. making? Like the sand of all of it all. I would imagine the the original people are making really good money. Like what? But I don't know. I don't know. What well, I think season one, season two, they were making like fifteen grand or something low. Okay, so they're the probably making season. like for 50 the whole grand. season they made fifty grand. <gasps> or like no, but. For the whole season, they made like 15K, I think. I could be, I hope I'm not making that up. Somebody could Google it. No, I We're think not that's fact right. checkers here. No. It was low. I'm just curious low. are they making like 50? Are they making 75? Oh, well. No, I think it's over, I, well over 100, I think. An episode? Um, I would not an episode. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think they're on different contracts. I don't I'd know love to get some numbers. I'd love some numbers. Yeah, if anyone has, has some numbers, let us know. Please. But I think uh, they are on different contracts now where people aren't appearing in episodes and they're not getting paid for those episodes. Oh, wow. So, like, sometimes we don't see Kristen, you know, uh, whereas I think before they would get paid for the whole season no matter yeah. if they are in that episode. I know well, like, Sheena took a demotion in pay this year. And, and you're right, justice for Sheena. She's, she's doing everything. And she's the only bridge with the other people. Yes. Like she's the only one actually. For sitting Sheena in scenes with not like Dana to get being to not be paid more than Katie, that's disgusting. You're right. Sheena's straddling. I feel so bad for Sheena. I just want everything for her. I, like, I know. I really feel bad for her. But like, guess what? If she got show. everything, she'd she'd destroy it. She doesn't know yeah. how to handle it. No. And then that whole thing with like Sheena's doppelganger was weird. And it felt like they were trying to set up the spinoff or something. Yes, that's like what a... I felt too. I was like, is this a Vegas spinoff? Is this what we're getting right now? Uh, that girl. It was weird. Yeah, I didn't. And wait, um, did you guys notice that weird commercial in the middle of the episode that was like 
But it wasn't for anything. It was like a fast fashion website that they were talking about. It was Dana and Danica. And yes. it was, they kept saying like fast fashion. Was that like a... No. Th- I, I don't even remember. I don't think oh, so. Oh, when they were doing those clothing, and she was like, this would be good to wear to a comedy show. What that Danica thing? was wearing with that silver chain and those Oof. bike shorts, like Woo. that trickle down Kim Kardashian nonsense. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Maybe you're right, Danny. Maybe that was an ad. It felt like very addy to me. It also didn't even feel like those two like each other. So like, why are they in a Nobody likes each other. I don't feel any real friendship or romance. Like even Dana with that other chiseled weird guy. Like I don't feel any chemistry (laughs) there. Like that's not a real thing. Danica's a dark figure. Yeah. She's the only one I have... Some when she did the um, the blowing in the breathalyzer <laughs> thing, that was just like very dark to me. Like that felt like it was supposed to be funny, but I didn't think I, I just it's felt horrible. like horrible. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh. they were presenting it to us like it was a funny joke, and I was like, this isn't funny. No. Yeah, because when I put the pieces together with Danica of just what we've seen, it's like, okay, we've seen her blow into the breathalyzer. You know, we've seen her just casually say like, you know, Pisces doesn't work with like whatever she said, Aquarius or something. She's like, Pisces doesn't work. I should know. I dated two of them. They both have restraining orders against me, okay? And then we saw her, like, slap someone at Sir. So it's like, ooh. <laughs> dark side. I'd like dark to energy. hear more. Yeah, I'd really like to <laughs> drill I feel like down. the producers are like, we actually can't go there. It's so dark. Like, legally, we can't. <laughs> maybe we need to focus on her next season, though, yes, now please. that you're talking about it. Give like, us maybe more like- Danica. <laughs> There's more Danica, and she's so distasteful. The other dark moment of the episode was when Raquel was talking about (laughs) sex with James. Oh, being sober, like she, James's sobriety turns me on, and it was like so felt sad to me. She's also scared of him because you could say when she was like, I mean, because sex beforehand, I mean. I mean, not, not that he wasn't good before. He's really good. Like, she looked terrified that she had let the cat out of the bag in some But then way. she's so dim that she further said worse. She's like, I, I shouldn't say. She's like, but sometimes he can't get it up. <laughs> it oh God, it was such a... And that was the same scene where it was like the fat pussy talk. Oh, I was like, what is this scene? Oh. Like, what is going on here? Also, they were in Vegas, and I'm thinking, like, they must have gone out that night and gotten drunk. So, like, why didn't we see any of it? I'm sure that they went out and got drunk. So why did we just sort of, like, uh, we saw the zip lining stuff. We saw the bra and the suitcase. But then we didn't see any debauchery in Vegas. Like, that was so was such a weird choice. Because I don't think they had any. And they had us stuck at the same bar because it was all a big fucking ad for Caesar's Palace and Lisa's business. I'm like, yeah. Lisa, we're watching your business. Your show is called Vanderpump Rules. We're here. We don't need to also, like, hawk your presidential suite and, like, uh, that sweet stuff your new restaurants. Ta- when we had to listen to her talk about what the suite would look like, I was furious. I was mad at Bravo at that point. I was like, yeah. what are we doing yeah. here? This is the not whole episode. I here. felt very mad. Like, I, I love this show and it's been so good in the past. And so to have an episode like that, I'm like, this is just, I felt awful. I, this was the first time I actively wanted to like turn the channel while I was watching. I was like, I don't even, I'm not even enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, I was bored. I and felt that too. Guys. And I, what are they, how do they fix it? I don't, I don't think they fix it. You guys saw that article with, Kate Arthur wrote yes. variety. Yes. It was so spot on. I thought, I, I don't know. I'll see you guys. Look, we've we've said shows are dead before and then they rise like a phoenix from the ashes. And so we we didn't know how we'd be without Bethany. And look at us. We have Leah. So true. We don't know what's to say, but I will I'm say. I'm worried about OC. I'm just like, I feel like it's done personally. I well, want it and to. And Dallas, yeah. I believe, is done. Yes. 
Yeah, Dallas and Orange County, I think. I think when they let go of Vicky, they should have just shut the show down. Like, that was the time to do it. To just say, like, you know what? Our OG, the first show we had. It would be like ending something, not on a high, but like... It's like our first yeah. show is done and we're actually going to retire it because without what? Vicky, what do we have? That would have been like classy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like we choose. For these shows. <laughs> that would have been classy. It would have been gorgeous. But it was also, what, 13 seasons. You're right. It would have been like, let's go out on a little bit of a high and then not be embarrassing. I, I don't know. Uh, our producer, Dana, is giving us some info. She says, Lisa Vanderpump makes 500000 per season. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I have I have some um, some stats for you guys. <laughs> Okay, we're ready to hear them. Yeah, I'm on the salaries of the Vanderpump cast um, from a very reputable source, aka womenshealthmagazine.com. Right. We'll take it. <laughs> so, yeah, so Lisa Vanderpump, obvi- obviously, but, you know, truly still insane. She's paid 500000 An episode? Per, per, per episode? Per- Per season, per season, no, per season. She's making like friends money. I was gonna say, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, no, so 500,000 per season, which is still a lot. A ton of money. Her and Ken are like listed as EPs on the show, so maybe like that they're getting more for that. Um, But then, so then the other cast members, Jax is the highest paid cast member, and he makes 25,000 per episode. Which is, so then they normally do like 24 a season, I think, with the reunions. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, let's see, so then following Jax, Stassi and Kristen each take home 15K per episode. Um, who else? Scrolling. Oh, my God. <laughs> then apparently in some lawsuit, Tom Sandoval was only paid like $1,400 per episode in season one, seasons one and two, but now he's making like 5K. What about but Sheena? Was- Sheena Shea. Yeah, what's Sheena? And what about Schwartz? Wait, Tom Sandoval only makes 5K an episode? I feel like he makes more. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, he makes more. the lowest paid cast member is Sheena. <gasps> how dare they? How dare How much? Oh, <laughs> oh wait, no! Sorry. She pays to be on, probably. <laughs> so it says... Okay, so she sorry, she makes 10k per episode and then like Lala, Brittany and Katie they like don't have info on them. But supposedly Sheena makes the, the least amount. How dare wow. they? How dare. But then okay, so then they said how much will new cast members make talking about Brett and Charlie and Danica and Dana and Max and then they're just being like after tight. we've paid for the lawsuits of their racist tweets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't like list it. But this is all from like January 2020, so it's like relatively Look. fresh. I'll take even if it was from 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah. 10 We're years fine. ago. Yeah. It's still crazy, Thank you, though. Dana. Thank you. Of course. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> wow, thank you. Guys, I want to go back to Dorit for one second because I'm starting to feel really bad about that she about was upset. What? I just don't like upsetting anyone and no, it's going to like stay with me tonight. It felt Because like I it... actually like Dorit. No, Casey, I watched it. She, it was like, it was off the cuff. Like, she didn't seem upset. She okay. just kind of like, yeah, I wouldn't be worried about it. Okay. Thank okay. you. Yeah. If anyone knows. Her, and you know. and it, was more about, it was more about Brian, who I love dearly. But Great. It was more. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. I love Brian so much. She just, I think she said something along the lines, like somebody went on a podcast and just. Oh, uh, they mentioned their podcast. <laughs> I know, right? It's a podcast. Oh, man. Could have been any podcast. Um, 
Wow. Sorry to go back there, guys. That just has been kind of sitting with me. Oh, no. I'm sorry. You know, are, before we wrap up, are you guys watching Summer House yet? I think I heard on the show last week you might dive in. So I've only seen a couple episodes. What are your, what do you got? Just tell everyone so invested. I just love it. I, I love it this season. I think everyone should start with season three. Like if you've never watched it before, start at three, I think. If you're not interested in going all the way back, start at three. And I think this season is fantastic. I think it's better than Vanderpump Rules. Wow. It's one of my favorite shows to watch on Bravo. There's a lot of like fringe shows right now. Even Family Karma is really good yeah, on Bravo. Yeah, we're getting a lot of people tweeting at us that Family Karma should be our next show. I love Shaw's. Yeah, Shaw's is crazy. Uh, Shaw's is a little too uh, dark for me right now. Mm. Like the In these drama times. on it with like the uh, uh, with the MJ Reza thing is just mm-hmm. feels like a little bums me out a bit. For me, it lifts me up. Go on. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, what else are you shows, watching, Danny, in general? like I watch we, everything. You know, I watch a little bit of everything. Uh, I, everything I, I iconic. I can't do <laughs> everything iconic. Everything Of I course, can. I just finished Black Monday, so that was just like so fresh in my mind. I'm trying to think. I, a lot of reality. You know, I, I popped back into Kardashians this season, which I hadn't watched in years. Oh, I've never left. I'm, I'm sort of enjoying it. Like, I Yeah, it's amazing. It. I yeah. keep up with, I've kept up with every last one of them. <laughs> Every fucking episode I've... Oh, I've been to Miami with them. I've been to New York with them. I've taken every city they've taken. I'm with them. And wow. I mean, yeah, if you haven't seen, please get back into this season when Courtney claws Kim's shoulder. They get in a physical fist fight. It's thrilling. It was great I hate to be in Courtney. There also. I hate Courtney with every bit of my being. She Why? is diametrically opposed to me. She's cold. She's rude. She's negative. She's a victim. Everything about her is uh, what I hate in people. And Chloe, you know, I, and that's why she and Chloe are having a falling out now. Because Chloe's such a rare sunshine. Addressing, Sorry, they go were on, addressing Courtney uh, not going on vacations and like talking about filming stuff. And that's what I find most interesting about it this season. And did they do that? before like were they talking about behind the scenes so last year at the end courtney's like i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to film anymore and they're like just go like then go and so it's the first time they've ever like actually talked about the show so did she just go she didn't go but she's still pissed that she's there so they're even more pissed now they're like nobody even likes you like you're the one nobody likes you keep threatening to go fucking go and, like, you don't work for this family. You don't put in the amount of work. Like, they're just pissed. They're, like, basically, like, they're a fucking traveling circus. And everybody's yeah. got to work. Everyone's to earn. Everyone's and whole thing is, like, I have different priorities from you guys. I want to be with my kids. Then go. Be with your then kids. Then go. But it's yeah, clear she's show. not quite willing to let it up. But she just wants to bitch about it all the time. And that's my least favorite. That's Tracy. You know, you know that's Tracy from New York. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> guys, don't forget Tracy. Tracy. What do you think of the uh, gals? Uh, the Kardashians? Yeah. You know, I, I haven't been with them for so long, so I'm kind of just readjusting and trying to figure out who I like, to be honest. I mean, I love watching Chris do anything. I, this week or last week, there was that whole thing where Chris was wearing like a red uh, a red wig. And that was a little <laughs> tough to me because that felt very like sticky. And that was a moment where I was like, pro- should I be watching this? That's when I get done with the Kardashians when it feels scripted to me when they're like doing hijinks that's when I get like I don't want to watch and that was my problem that's why I couldn't really get into it from the beginning and because I it felt hear scripted. you I hear you Danielle believe me I feel the exact same but I think they're pulling away from that a little which I, think I, they're just like, I appreciate everyone wants to see us travel they just want to see like our lifestyle the luxuries like 
I, Which I, I do. I, I do. I always want to see more Kanye. That's just me personally. And I like the houses. Like, I'm happy to just look at their houses. Me too. You know, I love an Architectural Digest video. And anytime yep. I just can look at their where they're living. Clothes, makeup, all of that. Fa- like, I'm that I want to see. But I just didn't like when... It's totally. the same, the yeah, same reason when it, I didn't like the bra in the suitcase. Like, I don't like produced hygiene. Yeah, they were always sending, like, Scott off with, like, Corey Gamble, like, just yeah. pairing Scott with anyone and being like, "You here's your storyline. Like, you're going to go see a psychic and then pretend it's a dog. Yeah, I, I can't. No. Um, have you guys ever seen Very Cavallari on the E! Network? Of course it's the worst I have. Show I've yes. Ever it's worst ever. Terrible, it's, and I could not look away. It's so it's, bad. It's really the worst. But I've I, seen every episode, and it's the worst. <laughs> what, like, I've never seen her? something so bad. I don't know. It's very weird. It's. I mean, speaking of hijinks, it's like they, they do a lot of like animal stuff on the show. I don't know. It's, I mean, I used to watch The Hills, like every episode of The Hills, like OG type of – and before The Hills, Laguna Beach. Like, I loved I, The Hills. I, I loved I watched Laguna. it all. So like I've I've gone way back with Barry Cavallari. Is I think Kristen Barry a good Cavallari person? Is, no, she's oh, a terrible oh. person. I think it's an embarrassing show for the network. Like, I would be embarrassed if I was E. <laughs> like, like, what are <laughs> this is like an embarrassing production. But I think they also share like, like we're all set. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> they keep recasting every season. It's a new cast. Have you seen Married to Millions? What? No. I urge Wait, you what? to check it out. Don't where is, where is it? Don't at? know. My sister-in-law got me into it. It's like, is it amazing? No, but it delivers on that title. And it's exactly what you think it is. Just people who were like, yeah, I'll marry that person. They've got millions. Like, that's the, the relationships we're seeing and the motivations behind it. I'm in. It's right out there I'm in the in. open. Uh, yeah, wow. In. And you know. Casey, um, oh, go ahead. I do have a question for you. Can Please. I? Were, were you going to say something? Can I ask no. you a question? Yes. Um, what, <laughs> what's going on with the happy endings table read? Are you guys doing like a happy endings thing? We are absolutely doing it. They're like scheduling it. And we're going to do something very fun. Oh, so you don't know if you're doing like an old script or a new script. We don't know anything yet. We're doing something very fun. And then we're going to like chat and take questions and all that. But we're going to read something in the beginning. It's going to be very fun for charity. So I'm excited. That's. I need a reboot for my own charity of me wanting to watch it. (laughs) Like a full on reboot. (laughs) (laughs) The charity of you wanting to watch it. I love it. Oh, my God. Danny, thank you so much so for this crossover. This was such a I know, thank you. I, I do feel like you are now just sitting in that living room, even though it's not real. Like I have just my eye has got accustomed to you in this Beverly Hills <laughs> strange. If you could place. see the room I'm actually in, it is not as fancy. <laughs> but I gotta say, you know, the very first time I was on Bitch Sesh, I told uh, Casey this, but I didn't get to tell you, Danielle. Um, I went to your guys' very first live show, and it was truly a rock concert, and it you guys inspired me to start a podcast and I'm just so I love you both I think you're just the most brilliant people in the entire universe and you make me laugh and, and I'm just so Danny I love please you thank you for saying that but I have to say like the amount of people that come up to me and they're like heavy do you follow do you listen to Danny Paul Green I'm like bitch yes oh. like you are just a genius genius person and you're so funny and you're so sweet and I think that's I, I do think in, in the medium that the three of us occupy a very strange <laughs> world in which I love again, it we have devoted ourselves to garbage I know you have to be sweet to art. try to pull it off <laughs> and I will and say all, it's nice we all gave ourselves shows and I also <laughs> yeah yes, we're like oh, okay 
We all were like, let's dive into this medium. And the fact uh-huh. that we all have an eye for this art says something about us being kindred spirits. We're like ambulance chasers. We're like, they're doing that. We're going to try to make a buck <laughs> off them. Wait, speaking of ambulance chasers, uh, there's this show, 911 Lone Star, which I'm also hooked in. It's totally a show for like 60-something women. Like That's their demographic. <laughs> that's perfect and I'm, for me. I'm obsessed with it. And you said ambulance, and I'm just thinking of Liv Tyler because she... She's the star? She she plays, she's a star with Rob Lowe. Oh, I and auditioned plays, for this. Okay. <gasps> what? Yes. I wish you were on it. I wish you were you on know, it. You know, Brian I, Safi is on not 911. Yes, he's on original 911. Him and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Also, I love them for both. that. <gasps> I, I think they're both so wonderfully, like, weirdly good. But Liv Tyler plays an EMT and she, like, whispers all her lines. And it's just so funny because it, she'll, like, have to shout something, like, like get me the gauze or something. And she'll just be like, get me the gauze. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Liv, give I have us the, a little something. I have the I do want to watch it. I love her. I'm so obsessed with her I do too. I have her the opposite problem look. as an actress where they're like, like, when they're like, can you just whisper? And I'm like, got it. Got the note. <laughs> Hey, the amount of times so I look over right. and see. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm always trying to reach the back of the house, even if the back of the house is not like, you know, like a stage. It's it's not great. I feel like we hear you. Yeah. I interviewed Loud Fran Drescher on my show this week, and she was <gasps> telling me, like, what a she's get. On indebted with, with Adam yes. Pally. And she was telling me, like, I, I if they wanted someone else, they're getting Fran Drescher. I'm going to be Fran Drescher. And she's like, this is who you get. And she's like, if they hire me, like, I'm not going to play an old grandma. I'm going to play, like, a sexy grandma with my voice. And I just thought, I love you know, her. she knows her You hire knows Fran, her you get Fran. Guess what? You hire that. loud Danielle, you get loud Danielle. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you get. Same thing. Danny, I hope we were worthy for a crossover with you. This has been uh, so much fun. No, I, I love you both. I hope everyone listens to Bitch Sush and Everything Iconic. And hopefully we get to do this again. And I'd love to, we should do a live thing. Uh, wait, that oh, would be yes, great. We should. That would be so fun. So much fun. fun. This was great. Uh, we love you, Danny. Thanks for doing this. I love you. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thank guys, you for having listen us Listen to on. Everything Iconic. And bitch this. Bye. 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 ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com